and the final game we're going to talk about is going to be an absolute clanger. And Brian O'Leary has picked against the Eagles for the first five weeks of the season. Um, I actually had a conversation that I haven't told Brian about yet at my brother's wedding last week where the guy said is that guy going to pick against the Eagles every week well I am looking forward to this Cowboys to be fair have looked uh, really good over the last few weeks uh, very very impressive Column, kick it off this is a hell of a Sunday Night Football isn't it huge game <laughs> because uh, Colm I'll just add this and then here's the question for you if the Eagles win this game hypothetically go to 6-0 when are they losing Please tell me. Uh, well, uh, well, look, any any week things can can go against you, and we have seen we've seen you know some really good teams at times uh, lo- lose games for all sorts of reasons. Again, you never know what uh, injuries are are going to do. But just this... just to add to that, they've got the Steelers next week, the Texans the week after, the Commanders the week after that, the Colts. And then they've got the Packers to take them to the end of November. That is a, a nice schedule. It it is uh, certainly, uh, but things things can things can happen. Things can change. And look, I say that as somebody who picked the the Eagles to to go to the, the Super Bowl. I've been high on Jalen Hurts for a long time. I really like what how he has done with with this. Um, now it's it's an enormous test against a, a Cowboys team. It's a divisional matchup. It's two sides who. Um, I, I, th- I think it's fair to say hate each other. I think that you can use that that term. Uh, we've heard the the build up. We've heard Jason Kelsey, who apparently went into the medical tent uh, today. That's a little bit of a, a concern, uh, given um, you know how important he is to them. And I think for both of these teams, it's really interesting right because the cowboys have been so good on defense and you have to admire what dan quinn has done you have to admire the fact that he has learned new tricks okay this isn't a guy who's rolling out the same sort of defense that he did earlier in his career he is doing um you know new things he's trying new things and the fact they're just able to get after um opposing qb's They've got Mike Parsons, who is absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, I think probably between him and Nick Bosa uh, currently for Defensive Player of the, the Year. But they are going up against uh, an Eagles O-line that is built. I, I'm, I'm interested to see, I suppose, will they be fully fit? Um, but the Eagles, through the first five weeks, have had a player win uh, Player of the, the Week award each week and that's a really good uh, sign for a roster being well constructed it tells you that different players have stepped up um, each and uh, every week i i think this this is going to be very different to the bills chase but no less intriguing um it it, it is not going to be uh the sort of maybe pass happy game that we expect uh between Kansas City and Buffalo. Um, but it will be hard fought. It'll be in the trenches. I suppose what, what I hope is that we don't see too many flags. That would be the one concern uh with this game. But I have been on high on Eagle the Eagles from the start. I am going to to say that Cooper Rush finally loses the game and that the Eagles do move to six and all. Brian, did you ever watch Scrubs back in the day? I did, yeah. 
Yep. Where Jenny was like, Eagle, is that, is that you this weekend? Are you going to finally join the dark side or what's the plan here? going to be a hell of a game, isn't it? You're asking me are going to cheer for the Eagles, Michael? No, I mean, are you going to like pick them on on this broadcast? Like, I, I, mean, think, I, think, I, think, I think it's great that uh, we're now in a situation where the NFC East is back to the NFC East. Oh, uh, 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 I was waiting for this. I've got it all set up. Through week five in the NFC East for all the people on the podcast listening, here are the amount of passing touchdowns thrown by quarterbacks. We've got Daniel Jones at the bottom of Schley. Cooper Rush has got four. Jalen Hurts has got four. Carson Wentz has got ten. So, I, I don't know. This It just doesn't make sense. Are, are, are the commanders in for like this incredible... And this is recorded before Thursday night. Are the commanders coming on to some incredible few weeks here? I, I agree. It's great to see the NFC East some fantastic franchise historic franchises uh, the Eagles the Giants the Cowboys the Washington team whatever you want to call them this week it's it's a great time and long may it continue at least in this game Brian the Giants can't lose this game because they're not playing those went stats uh, back up what I said last night and that I showed why I'm not so low on, on Washington because offensively they've been quite good and they should have won last week but on this particular game that's just the point I was going to make and I think you're now going with this for years. The NFC East has been the butt of the jokes for, across across the league. And two years ago, there was a team of seven and nine in the playoffs. And Vernon's gave the Bucks a real strong game when it was Washington. But uh, these games for years have been, as Colin said, in the trenches, battled, battling games. I saw one there today on TV. They were showing Emmett Smith going up, you know, against the Eagles and the rivalry and the trouble on the pitch and everything that comes with that game. And for me, this game intrigues me around. How well this Eagles defense played because I was quite you know we saw in week one they, they gave a lot of points to the Lions as a transport so was a lot of other teams but the Eagles defense has really stepped up you know where last season they were put up points on offense but we're getting struggling on defense Cooper Rush for me is this is the game where we're really going to find out if he's the real deal and God if they were to win this game where does that leave Dak Prescott next week makes things even more precarious for the Cowboys but I don't say I think the Eagles will win this game Um, I don't think it'll be high scoring game either and I don't think Jalen Hurts will have the most significant games compared to what we've seen recently but I think he'll do enough and I think the Cowboys will find this Eagles defence too much for them on Sunday night football and the Eagles will move to 6-0 Wow he picked the Eagles sweet I tell you what if you're, go- if you're not going to go to Mass or Church this weekend now is your moment go light a candle there is the photo moment Um Mark Re- is reverse, picking the Eagles. Reverse, reverse psychology. Like the guy on TikTok. Take it He's picking the commanders in first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his son might not be eaten. Um, this this is really, really simple. Everyone's going on all week. I, I watched uh, First Things First this week and I watched FS1 earlier on when I was working. And I seen Skip Bayless going, oh, Cowboys this, Cowboys that. This Cowboys defense is great. Aye. But they're going up against... Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, AJ Brown, and Mal Sanders. Oh yeah, and Jalen Hurts has ran over two hundred and sixty yards through five games. This is not even a close game for me. Column's right. Cooper Rush, who's unbeaten so far in Dallas, and fair. I really have to give it to Cowboy fans. Cowboys fans' optimism this week and their mindset this week is: Oh, we haven't got a chance. Nobody's given us a chance. We've not had to lose. Yada yada yada. That's complete ball. They would love to win this game on Sunday. They would love it. Um, I think I think the dilemma for Dallas now is: Do you bring in Dak next week? 
do you let him sit for a few more weeks? What do you do? That's the genuine question because Cooper Rush looks more settled at this position. The reality is on Sunday that Jalen Hurts and <clears throat> excuse me, AJ Brown is going to run wild against this Cowboys team. The game's in Philadelphia. The crowd's going to be up for it. And Cowboy fans are going to be sickened by about 11 o'clock. And I'm sorry for saying that, but the Eagles are the best team in this division by a country mile. They're the best team in the NFC as a stance. And if they are the best team in the NFC and if they want to be in Arizona in February and not sitting like us in the stance, please Jesus, they need to go against the Cowboys, put a marker down, win that game and go to the week after. Jalen Hurts is too good for him to lose against Cooper Rush. Um, here is my lock of the week. Eagle, everyone's picking the Eagles. This has to be the week they lose. Has to be. If they go to 6-0, it's going to be intriguing. It really, really is. And people can say, oh, the Cardinals went south. This team is far better than this the Cardinals the, team. This is the 1972 Miami Dolphins team. I would no, I would not look, I would not go as far as that. It's no it's not a it's not a argument or a discussion point. It's more along the fact of the NFC is extremely, extremely poor, Brian. I think we can agree with that, yeah, at the minute. And don't get me wrong, I I hope your team wins the next ten games. But generally the division if we or let's say if we took the top seven teams right now in the NFC or top eight teams went and went to the playoffs, it's crap. And this, this team would walk over the majority of the teams. Now, they may face a different challenge if they came up against an AFC team in, in the Super Bowl, for example. But at the minute, for me, they're the best team by country mile. Um, and I would prefer to see a more positively fun, offensive team to watch than a 46-year-old man trying to swing it down the field every week. That's just the way I see it. Uh, this is what the game's going to be. We did not pick the um, Seattle-Arizona game, did we? No, we let that one slide. Maybe we're holding off because we're waiting for the kickoff time to be confirmed. It could be moved because of uh, the playoffs. Well, that's that, 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 that's a really intriguing thing as well. So basically, I, I'm i going to put it out here now. It's a, it's a public note to Scott Hansen. If you even think about turning that game off on Sunday or turning a red zone off for international viewers because it's on Fox or whatever, absolutely not, mate. Is it a game in the Arizona column, do you know? Is it in Arizona Seattle. or Seattle? In Seattle. The that's game the is reason. in Seattle. Okay. Slip onto your red zone or slip onto your game pass. You'll be okay. Guess who's picking Arizona? This guy. I'm picking Arizona. I think Kyler Murray will not show up dressed like a highlighter this week and will get the ball down the field. They should, like, frankly, as good as I just said, the Eagles are right there in that, in that last conversation. The Cardinals should have took the Eagles to overtime last week and they didn't. And they need to win this game. Geno Smith's stats column is incredible and people are giving him jip all week about his performance. But the reality is he won't play well on Sunday and the Cardinals will win this game for me. Who have you got? Uh, I, I that's uh yeah saying Gino won't won't play well well he's certainly very very impressive through the first um first five weeks I think he tops PFF's grading uh cur- currently which is uh, uh, Gino currently is is doing the business the the issue that the Seahawks have is um they just they cannot defend the the run in particular they have been run absolutely all over it is kind of incredible when you when you see um past four games allowed 235 yards 145 179 189 um they're they're allowing more than five yards a carry but I just don't trust Cliff Kingsbury to actually lean into the the run. 
I mean, I just think like the the I don't know what the cards are, and and I don't think Cliff knows what he wants the the cards to be. Um, and they do all sorts of mad stuff on defense. Lance Joseph is just creating um, plays that almost seem to be confusing his own defense at times. Kyler Murray could absolutely take this game over, and the Seahawks the decide. You know he puts it. You know he is he's very mobile. He is very capable of picking up yards himself. But I think that the Seahawks are going to score too many points for the Cardinals and I am going to say that the Seahawks win Cockerell hasn't cocked up he is, he's picking the Cardinals Brian and you're picking the Cardinals so that's two cards uh, so I have to make it an even Stephen I agree with uh, no you don't you, you, you just want Seattle to win because you, you came out and said they were going to win 12 games a season that, that's, the, that's the problem uh, look whatever you say about the wins you can't be disappointed in how they played like they've been very entertaining to watch offensively they put up a lot more points than people expected defensively is ultimately where they have their flaws but they could come out on the right side of a number of high scoring games and I do genuinely believe it will be this weekend because the Cardinals are so inconsistent like they ran the Eagles close last week Tends to what happens the following week, they have self destruct and have a bad game. And uh, for a long time last week, it looked like Seattle might have gone in and won in New Orleans. And Taysom Hill had other ideas about that. But no, I, I'm they lost out in the last home game against the Falcons when they had an opportunity to win, which again was a high scoring game. I think it'll be a reverse of that this weekend. Both teams will put up points, but I think the Seahawks will find a way to win. So for me, Gino gets it over the line and they go back to what would, what would that be? Three, three, uh, three and three. Same record as the Rams if they were to win it something. You're only what ten away from your total, and if you get that, that it's, really it's gone up in a week. Yeah, maybe six away. Um, okay, that's it. That is it. A- any plans for the weekend, Colin? Um, away home to Cork tomorrow night, and then back up on Sunday to look forward to watching. Uh, I mean, the, the Broncos aren't playing till Monday night, so I can watch uh, stress free on Playing? Sunday. And uh, that, just uh, that, that could be a stress. Yeah. I can I can enjoy the games, take take it in. I think the yeah, there are some absolutely fantastic games. There are going to be some surprises. Uh, un, undoubtedly, we know there are every week. But that obviously the Bills Chiefs game uh, is one that stands out, and the the Eagles Cowboys. I I can't believe you call that the, the lock of the week. To me, that could go. I, I I can't wait to see them go up against one another. I think it is proper kind of trench warfare that you're going to see. Um, but I I do have the the Eagles to just about edge, and I hope my lad is back because I think watching him go against either uh, of the Cowboys rushers will be fantastic. Brian, any, any scoops planned? No, not this weekend, no. I, we've had two busy weekends, I'm glad to be home and resting up for Sunday. Uh, ideally, it'd be great if the Giants could win the 6 o'clock game and then I go into the 1 o'clock game, you know, resting up and seeing who takes each other off in the division. Um, but no, look, for me, the game, we've all said it, the game of the weekend is Chiefs-Bills. That's the one that's here marked. And I do agree that one earlier on between the Bengals and Saints is the makings of a great game, especially with all the... Scrutiny and starlight as it comes with so many people coming back into the um, Louisiana area and the whole LSU connection. Looking forward to that game as well. I will be in Moynihan on Saturday night. If anybody does see me, feel free to say hello because we're getting to the point now where people are coming up and saying hello. So please feel free to say hello, but let, let me know who you support. Please do. Um, I'm Pac Fada. 
Saturday we, night. We have uh, well, a, co- a couple of questions that, that came in. Uh, one for uh, maybe Mr. O'Leary here. Here we go. Saquon. Actually, More chance of Brian winning the Rose truly. Michael summed it well. At the, if things hadn't progressed the way they have at the start of the season, I could, I could understand why that would happen, but not now. In fact, I think there'd be more of a more of a discussion around getting a contract done before the end of the season. Starting a petition to move the Broncos to Cookstown. I look, we've we've got the Mid Ulster Sports Arena. I think that would be a good shout. Uh, shout out to all. There's a lot of Broncos fans in Toronto. There actually is genuinely so shout out to all those boys um, we're, we're going to have a meeting a meet and greet in McAleer some night so uh, stay tuned for that on Twitter any the, other questions Colin before we the, pop off Keith was not yeah. happy with my non-Miami <laughs> pick he said that like I, I have picked the Dolphins this year I just don't think you're going to win it with a first string quarterback this week that's literally the only reason why there there was a, a question about the podcast that uh, you two boys do do you want to give that a, a shout out for anyone who's watching who may not be aware of that 6 a.m. tomorrow morning betting podcast and uh, we go through our bets uh, it's America's game of the week Sunday night football Monday night football Brian very eloquently prepares the odds and notes I have to, I have to give it to him really really well done um, and yeah 18 plus gamble responsibly do not listen to what we're saying if you want to have a listen for the crack you can get some of the picks ahead of the time but Jesus do not be taking our advice on board um, we're not doing too bad though my lock of the week is that uh, is Bucks minus 8 in terms of that, but I do think the lock of the week is 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 Philly moving the sticks. You've, you've got some set of keys there, Michael. The amount of locks you you, you have, um, I please take time to listen to it. We covered the the handicap, the totals, and uh, on three games, as Michael has said, and we tend to try throw in a goal, uh, touchdown score a bit as well. But uh, now my lock of the week is Minnesota. Keith won't like hearing that, but I think because of their injury situation at quarterback, I think the Vikings will find a way to win. And cover that spread, which is minus three points. But please take, please take time to listen to the podcast because me and Michael take time out every week to put it together and put it out on a Friday morning. I mean, it literally takes 15 minutes, but sure, it's grand. Anyway, <laughs> uh, look, back uh, Monday night, if you're watching the game tonight, God help you. Please give us a review in the podcast. Chat to you soon. It's longer for the keeper lit. Good luck. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye.